When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. It's not just the IPL playoffs we're keeping an eye on in the coming future. Right now, we're in the thick of it. We're knee-deep in the NBA playoffs. And if you were thinking or you were worried that maybe the conference semifinals were starting to sway and, and not look overly competitive, boy, were we wrong. Jessica Benson is the host of the Memphis Grizzlies Radio and Grind City Media uh, shows. She's got a podcast called Rise and Grind with Jessica and Megan. And... The Memphis Grizzlies are going to have to do it tough without Ja Morant by the looks if they want to even their series up against the Golden State Warriors. But the trend of these playoffs so far, the series are being evened up and it's very competitive. Jessica, good to have you on the show. How are you doing over there? Doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're loving it. We love this time of year. Following along with the NBA playoffs, the only thing that's better than the NBA playoffs even just being on is when they're competitive. And and haven't the series really come alight over the weekend? Absolutely. Super fun to see the Mavs figure out how to even up things with the Suns and then the Sixers to get Joel Embiid back and to see just how big his presence has been to allow them to even up their series with the Miami Heat. Going into the weekend, we left our show on Friday, and it certainly felt like both of those series could be on the way to bringing out the brooms and getting a little sweep action. But <laughs> it's fun to see both of those series extended in the way that they're at. And we here in Memphis are hoping that a similar plan goes ahead for the Memphis Grizzlies. You already have a Game 5 guaranteed back in Memphis coming up on Wednesday, but it would certainly feel a lot better and a lot more stable if this series was evened up 2-2 tonight with their game against the Warriors in San Francisco. Oh, just on that, Jessica, if, if Joe Morant can't play tonight, who do, the Grizz- who do the Grizzlies turn to? Yeah, here's the thing that's so interesting with this Grizzlies team is they actually went 20-5 and when John Morant didn't play during the regular season. He dealt with some injuries, and the team was able to really adapt without him. They turned really aggressive on the defensive end of things, and they have such a steadying force in, in their backup point guard in, in Tyus Jones, and he's done a tremendous job when his number has been called to step into that starting lineup. But it's definitely a different beast, per se, when you're looking at the way that this Golden State Warriors team is playing, especially considering that they just put up 142 points against you in a game three win where they controlled it from about the second quarter onward. And it didn't feel like the Grizzlies were ever able to get into an offensive rhythm and certainly weren't able to stop the dribble penetration and 
all that the Warriors give you, whether it be Steph Curry or Clay Thompson getting hot or Jordan Poole off the bench, their depth really outplayed the Grizzlies. So it'll require a full team effort. There's no getting around it, not having John Morant, who is currently leading the entire NBA playoffs in both scoring and in assists is a massive hole that they're going to have to figure out how to work without. We're talking all things NBA playoffs with Jessica Benson. Double eight, double three. She'll uh, we'll put any of your questions to her if you've got a question about your favourite team or, or who's going to stand up today. Uh, watching ESPN right now, Jessica, no one can accuse us of not being on the pulse because that's the question they're asking. Who steps up after Char? And all of the names you rest rattled off <laughs> popped up on graphics there as well. So it's very sharp work. The, the identity of the Memphis Grizzlies, going back to that uh, era, the kind of Rudy Gay, um, Tony Allen, Mike Connolly era, that grind, that grit, that determination, does this team embody that still? Absolutely. It always feels like those grit and grind years are just so embedded into the Memphis identity. And now you've shifted into a situation where this is the second youngest team in the NBA, but they don't act like it. One, in terms of finishing the regular season with the second-best record in the entire league next to the Phoenix Suns, but two, just in the sense that they truly believe that they're contenders, and it's never been a question to them if this is their time. The NBA is all about having those veteran-laden, championship-proven teams like the Golden State Warriors eventually be usurped by a younger team, a hungry team, a scrappy team like the Memphis Grizzlies, and they have their all-star point guard in John Morant, even though he most likely will not be playing tonight, but they also have so much other depth throughout that has really risen to the occasion this season. I, I talked about Tyus Jones having to physically step up into that point guard position, but when you look at the opportunity for both Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., two pillars of this team uh, that have certainly been able to help catapult them to success thus far during the regular season. And then also you get Dylan Brooks back. He was out the last game. And so when you look at the fact that they gave up 142 points, they were without their best perimeter defender as he was going with his one-game suspension that he got for the flagrant two call in game two. And he'll come back tonight, and I swear he is going to experience booze that he has never heard before <laughs> at the Chase Center. But this is a man who embraces the mentality. He goes by Dylan the villain, and that will definitely be next level here tonight. So I, I would say the Grizzlies still have all the most opportunity to stretch this series onward and still have a chance to come out of it advancing into the Western Conference Finals. Hey, Jessica, that really, really good um, information and analysis there. One name you haven't brought up was Stephen Adams. Um, moving, yeah. moving forward, does he have a future at Memphis? You know what? Stephen Adams has been massive, both in physical size and just in terms of his presence with this team this year. He's been the consummate professional and much was made about the fact that that opening round series against the Minnesota Timberwolves just it wasn't a good matchup for him in terms of the defense necessary to guard a big like Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Stephen Adams just wasn't the right fit and now you had a situation where he went into health and safety protocols and was dealing with a case of COVID. He's still trying to get his conditioning back and he saw him play a couple minutes at the end of game three the other night. That's really the big question here in Memphis is Will Steven Adams start tonight? And Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, always keeps his lineups and those kind of decisions very close to the vest going into it. But something that Steven Adams was huge with, even if perhaps the liability is there defensively, he was one of the key reasons why this was the best rebounding team in the NBA. And he led the association in offensive rebounds and his ability to really extend possessions for this Grizzlies team. He's also just a monster screen setter. He opens up a lot of things offensively, uh, his work with John Morant especially. So it's kind of a bummer that he wouldn't be able to get that opportunity with him tonight per se. Um, but we'll see how it plays out with Steven. The one thing that he's 
been the entire time is he's been an excellent teammate and he's been the first to support this group even when he's been on the bench and just his presence alone in that sense I think has made him completely invaluable to Memphis during this postseason. No, that's awesome to hear. Richie, I hope that answered your question as well. Kieran's got one for you here, uh, Jessica. We've just seen Nikola Jokic this morning. Uh, it's pretty much all confirmed. He is the two-time MVP now of the league. Uh, Kieran wants to know who your MVP was, thinking that just watching Embiid come back for Philadelphia just underlines again how dominant he was this year. So did you have a personal preference in those stakes? Yeah, man, the MVP race is always just, it's so frustrating. And once I got past the point of wanting to make a definitive case for one player to be MVP, it like loosened up my life a lot more because <laughs> if you invest in it, chances are your guy's not going to win. Um, I, I never want to take anything away from Jokic's season because he was a valuable player for the Denver Nuggets and he was arguably the best player in the regular season. And this is where you get into the stickiness of it all is, you're getting this award presented during the postseason and you're coming off of a game like last night where just seeing Joel Embiid on the court, not only does he have 24 points and 11 rebounds, but the way that he opens things up for the rest of his team, the way James Harden is able to play Mm -hmm. the best version of his basketball and even like a player like Danny Green, he can make the threes if they're wide open and they're wide open because of what Joel Embiid's presence alone brings to that Philly team. So it's hard to have this conversation when one team is still playing in the postseason and that player Joel Embiid is actively dragging them through. I would even throw Giannis Antetokounmpo in the mix of that as being one of the greatest players in the world right now. But all that said, I don't have any issue with Jokic being back-to-back MVP in the way that he was able to carry the Nuggets despite them being down two key players and Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and still get them to the postseason is really impressive. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. The other game of the, the day today, of course, is the Bucks and the Celtics. And, and you reference Antetokounmpo. I mean, what he's been able to do without Chris Middleton and the level he goes to, it's almost like he is the unanimous, unanimous best player in basketball. Might not be the MVP yeah. year in, year out anymore. But what he's done, it's kind of in this series is really put that in bold. On the other side of it, can Jason Tatum continue his ascendance? And and today, who do you see that game going towards? I think you're going to see a very aggressive Jason Tatum today. And that Jason Tatum, who feels some kind of way about going 4-19 and 0-6 from the three-point line. You can't have 10 points from Jason Tatum if you want this to go the way of the Celtics. And I just think this series in itself is Super intriguing. You have two incredible basketball teams facing off with one another and the way the Bucks have adjusted without Chris Middleton uh, to see Drew Holiday step up in the way that he has. And then something that wasn't talked a lot about throughout the regular season was the Bucks' defense. And, and that's because Brooke Lopez was out and he's the defensive anchor of that team. And seeing just what his presence does for Milwaukee in this postseason matchup with the Celtics, he's done a tremendous job. So It'll be interesting to see, but I my take tonight is that the Celtics will have a really strong response from their loss from the weekend. Yeah, I think lots of people would be expecting that as well. It's been um, a super fun playoffs to this point, and it's almost just percolating and just starting to heat up. And you're right, Luka Doncic and what they've been able to do against the Suns and Chris Paul, the kind of mystery of Chris Paul. Is he the point guard? Isn't he the po- point guard? Is he, is he the point guard? There's so many different subplots, and uh, you're right in the thick of it over there. So I really appreciate your time this morning, Jessica. It's been awesome to catch up. Thanks, you guys. Have a great one. There you go. Jessica Benson, host for Memphis Grizzlies and Grant City Media, uh, a different, a number of different podcasts. Look up at Jessica Benson, or Jess Benson TV. And you can go follow her very sharp work on Twitter. Um, double eight, double three. 
who is the threat right now? Because I think we were saying that Phoenix Suns, you know, they were the ones penciled in for the NBA Finals trip. Who is the threat to win the title now? Is it the uh, sorry? Is it the Bucks? Is it the Celtics? Has Philly got your attention again? Can the Warriors still make another run and, and add another chip to that dynasty? Double eight, double three. The Tampa Bay Post text machine. I'm really curious because. Look, I'm a basketball fan, and, and I can't pick at the moment. I wouldn't have a clue who the NBA championship favourites is at the moment. So would love to hear from you. We also want to hear from you on some Super Rugby because uh, the, the Super Rugby table is starting to pack up and moving through the next few weeks, Kempi and me are going to have a look at the schedules and try and work out where the threats are coming from after this. So we'll talk a bit of Super Rugby. Dom, we'll get to your text not too long. It is 17 minutes past seven. Baz and Izzy for breakfast here at the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.